Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Todd, and I hope that you are a hopeful person. <laughs> because if you are a Christian, you should be. This past weekend, I got into a conversation with a friend who's known the Lord for many years. He works downtown in an advertisement agency, and my friend has become a little cynical about life. He told me the other day, Johnny, you don't know the people I work with. And there's so much backstabbing, so many petty jealousies in the office, so much complaining. Some days I come home from work really demoralized. As I listened to my friend, I, I realized he needed not only hopeful words, he needed to get around hopeful people. But sometimes, even in church, even among Christians, hope seems to have lost ground in a world filled with so much despair. And you see that despair on the faces of so many young people. You see it on the magazine racks. You hear it in the lyrics of so many hip-hop songs. I know I see despair whenever I hear of another state considering legalizing physician-assisted suicide. It just underscores the, quote, you're better off dead than disabled mentality infecting social policy nowadays. We also see that despair in art. We see it in the forum of public debate. We, we see it in movies and television shows. My friend who works in that ad agency, he's not the only one feeling the weight, and it's a heavy weight, isn't it, of the despondency and discouragement that's so prevalent nowadays. As someone once said, despair is the sin that believes in nothing, cares for nothing, seeks to know nothing, interferes with nothing, enjoys nothing, hates nothing, finds purpose in nothing, lives for nothing, and remains alive because there is nothing for which to die. But knowing God and knowing the way he does things, knowing the way he works with people, well, our society may be right on the verge of a turning point. For when it comes to revival, God has a way of reducing us to nothing before he fills us. And knowing God, our society may just be ready to turn the corner. He is humbling those who dwell in places of power. He is cleaning out his own house. You've heard about that in the news lately, I'm sure. He's laying low the lofty. His judgments are beginning to break on the horizon, and he will not tolerate those who show no regard for his majesty. No, no, no. Our, our social structures, the powers that generate ideas, these institutions may have gone about as far as they can go. And now, right now, is the prime time to pray. Not in despondency, but to pray with hope. Oh, friend, let's pray with a vision for a country that believes in God, cares for God, seeks to know God, enjoy God, find purpose in Him. A country that hates evil and enjoys being alive because there's so much good and nobility to die for. Let's ask God to capture the world of ideas, whether at the local movie theater, the magazine rack, the editorial page, the museums of contemporary art. Let's ask God to capture the curriculum of ideas in, the, in the, the psychology and sociology departments in our universities. Let's ask God to air out the stuffy halls of political back rooms and to reign over the ethics committees and hospital boardrooms. Let's be people of hope. Romans chapter 5 says that hope never disappoints us. And chapter 12 tells us to be joyful in hope. And it's why I shared Romans 15, 13 with my friend that day, encouraging him, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I pray, I say, the same today for you.